Hello, and thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle. I'm your host, Andy Brenton. Each week, you will hear practical and engaging tips and strategies in order to live your absolute best life as a Christian. So let's begin with today's portion of Practical Christian Living. It's in Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 18 that it says, There are three things which are too wonderful for me. Yes, four, which I do not understand. The writer of this proverb gave no advice in the proverb, but just simply reminded us that there are things that are just too wonderful for complete understanding. The book of Proverbs also contains other lists, and we love lists, don't we? There are lists for about everything, the best restaurants, the greatest Christmas songs, the top 10 movies of all times, the top 10 places you must visit before you die, the top 10 greatest sports finishes, on and on and on and on the lists go. Everywhere you look, there are lists. And here in Proverbs, there are a series of lists. Because earlier in Proverbs, there was a list of seven things that God hates. And now in this chapter, we find this series of lists, four things that will not say enough in verse 15, and then four things which I do not understand in verse 18, and then four things which the earth cannot bear in verse 21, and then in verse 24, four small things that are exceedingly wise, and then verse 29, four things that are stately when they walk. In each of these, the proverb writer begins by saying there are three things, and then he ups the number to four. This is done for emphasis, and is common in Hebrew poetry. It is not that he just happened to remember another one to add to the list. It was done intentionally. There's a hymn that we like to sing that is titled, Count Your Many Blessings, Name Them One by One, and it is a way of making a spiritual list. Priorities are based on a mental list. And if we are honest about our lists, we tend to get done first what is most important. For example, parents work hard on getting their children to live by priorities instead of just what they feel like doing. The lazy college student often doesn't feel like getting out of bed and heading to the class, and so he doesn't. Often, he would rather play a video game and then crack open his book when it's most convenient for him. He's not just setting himself up for an uphill struggle in that class. He's learning to only do what he feels like doing. And later on, there will be many things that he does not feel like doing. And if he hasn't changed his disposition towards that, he won't do them. And so priorities, lists, what is most important? We see the same things when it comes to our worship. There are some who can never make it on time. My family and I have worked alongside a handful of congregations. And in every congregation, there seems to be some who just never make it on time. And I understand, especially with a family and traffic and weather, that there are times a person is going to run behind, but some always do, because it doesn't matter what the weather, what the traffic or anything else, they are always, always late. And their lateness disrupts the announcements. It disrupts the first song being sung, the class that is being taught. It throws off the teacher and they miss things that perhaps are extremely important to the discussion in the class or what is going on in the worship. And so what's the issue there? Is it getting to bed earlier on Saturday night? Maybe I need to get to bed earlier, right? Is it I'm drinking too much caffeine after a certain hour the night before? Is it not setting my alarm clock? To that, I say no. It's a matter of what is important to them. List. Getting down to the church house before things start 
isn't high on the list. In fact, for some, it doesn't even make the list. Let me submit a question to you. Have you made a list of what is important to you spiritually? That would be a great thing to do. Better yet, after you make that list, share that list with your spouse or your best friend and see if their list is like yours. Because without knowing it, we push ourselves according to our lists. The athlete will drive and drive himself even when he hurts because practice and being in shape are high on his list. Others will practice and practice and practice a song going over the same song dozens and dozens and dozens of times because they want to sing it the best they can. Why do they do that? Because it's high on their list. Without even having a written list, we live by a list. That list is what we feel is important. Each day we think about that list. We get up early when our bodies want to stay in bed because of our list. We stay up late when we are ready to go to bed because of our list. Everyone has one, but most just don't realize it. And so here are a few things that I would suggest to you to consider. Since we're talking about lists, these spiritual items that go in your list should go towards the top of your list. And so number one, getting to heaven. Simply put, what is the point of anything else if we miss this? This ought to be our number one all-time list point. This will shape our choices. It defines our attitudes. It builds our character because we've got to get to heaven. If living godly is part of that, then guess what? We'll live godly. If worship is part of that, then we'll get to worship on time and we will worship as we ought to. And once this moves off of the number one spot, everything else on our list in our life becomes readjusted. Number two, pleasing God now. Putting this high on the list will help you keep getting to your number one point, to heaven. I want you to think about that after you have a verbal meltdown with somebody. You think, I shouldn't have said all that. And you're right, you shouldn't have said all that. And so you return to your list. You remember that pleasing God was important and you apologize first to God and then you go to that person who you destroyed verbally and you apologize to them. And this could be applied in many different scenarios. But first is getting to heaven. Second is pleasing God now. Third is making a difference for others. This ought to be high on our list. It doesn't surpass one nor two, but it's definitely number three. So many folks can use you. And what I mean by that is that Christianity is not a white-collar, think-tank type of religion. It is a roll-up-your-sleeves, blue-collar, get-your-hands-dirty type of faith. It's helping people like Jesus did, all types of people, the lepers, the Samaritans, the Zacchaeuses of this world. This isn't a big thing, nor is it something that others will really know about. It's about being there for a friend. It's about helping a neighbor. It's about lending your Saturday to help someone move. It's about babysitting in a pinch for a mom who needs to take another child to the doctor. It's handling someone's money for them. It's staying late at work to get a project done. It's going above the call of duty. It's a phone call across state lines to a friend who is concerned about their teenager. It's a friend who shows up with a housewarming gift. It's seeing someone from church coming to sit with you in the hospital room. It's going to the mailbox and finding a sweet note that touches your heart. It's Christmas cookies taken to a neighbor. You see, making a difference is walking where Jesus walked. It's putting yourself on hold. It's walking away from the ball game because someone could use a hand. And when this is high on our list, 
We look for opportunities. We're aware of people's needs. We are on the search for people that we can do something for. Sure, it can be tiring. It can be taxing. There are going to be days that you're wore out and you'd much rather be on the receiving end, but you keep doing it. And why? It's on your list. It's important. It's important to you. When it's not on your list, all we think about is ourselves. We don't see others. We walk right by them. Two religious men walk by the man that was beaten and left for dead on the way to Jericho. We walk by them. We don't hear the announcements in church. We don't see the needs at work. All we see is ourself. It's not that some are just too busy, nor that they have a small family, nor that they are in school, none of that. The problem is that helping others has never made their list. And if it is on their list, it's not towards the top. And so without being on the list, they won't move. They won't see the needs. They won't take notice. And they certainly won't be looking, actively looking for them. And so priorities, lists, what is important to you? That's what we are talking about in this podcast. Three things, getting to heaven, pleasing God, and making a difference in other people's lives. Those will shape and mold your life. These three make a big difference in the life that God has given to you to live. And so what is important to you? Give it some thought, do some adjusting, and get your order in order. Once again, I want to thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle, subscribing to it, and sharing it with those that you love. As always, it is my prayer that God be with you and that you seek Him and obey Him in all things. Until next time, God bless.